0: Welcome to Cloud and Blue, my name is Dan Rowlands and I'm joined here at Hockey Social Club with John Townley and James Rushton for our big Aston Villa season preview. We do these every year where we make our predictions for the year and make ourselves look silly. I've gone back to last year's predictions, obviously James you weren't on that show but I've got what we said for some of them and
1: they are... Don't say it. They're rogue, <laughs> let's just say. I mean, if you go back two years to like my one. Yeah, I mean, that'd be well, bad, that'd I wonder, be worse. wonder
0: what we'd be saying back then. I know, yeah. Obviously, we're going to talk about this season upcoming, the Europa Conference League. Uh, we're going to have a look, not at the whole season, but August games in particular, uh, and kind of for who's going to be Villa's top scorer, and how far will they go in the cup competitions, and those kind of things. Before we get into all that, how excited are you, John, for the new season? It starts this weekend.
2: Yeah, it's come around really quickly. I think pre-season's gone very fast. Yeah. It's obviously been, what, three or four weeks? Uh, yeah, really quick and really excited for the new season it's probably the most optimistic i've been for a new campaign in like living memory like genuinely like i think that's probably the same for quite a lot of people at least for a few decades now um the potential that villa has under this manager and with the squad that they're building seems almost limitless at this point obviously apart from winning the league but you go into every game next season thinking we could do a job there mm. apart from maybe at man city but you can com- compete with everyone and that's quite some position to be in. We're in Europe for the first time in f- uh, 13 years. If we get through the playoff rounds, then we actually have a European push as well, which we haven't had in even more years. So, yeah, really excited.
0: We were saying on our show earlier in the week, James, that it's very Villa to be back in Europe with potentially a trip to Scotland. There's something quite <laughs> funny about that.
1: You know what? The draw is really, really funny because I thought we were going to sit there for hours and then they that, that mechanism... Yeah, so like when they the just went, mate, words, yeah. f- team four play team A, like, bottom. On. that's brilliant. It's like when they're
0: playing like intro music, I was like, this is like the coolest thing ever to be back in this environment. It's like, let's explain the technical procedures. <laughs> and oh, God, let's just get on with it, man. But no, nice to be back in that conversation of
1: Europe, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> technically scotland is still europe yeah yeah. i mean it's within the same union of countries as <laughs> us you know but you could you know there was an argument I, I don't know if haverford west are in the same like progression as us but there's an argument you could have played there or i mean the new saints or you know shamrock rovers it's one of those things but it's pretty it's pretty cool i mean the chance to play hibernian in a a, a real competition yeah, yeah, is, yeah. It's not just a is a reward because you would not get that opportunity usually, and I know people can disrespect the caliber of teams in certain competitions, but you're playing a team from another country in a uh in an actual competition, and that's something you earn yeah. and we have done yeah there's something about this season that it just
0: feels different uh, like the, the beginning of it kind of been this excited for a season I'm not quite sure how to describe it, but it feels like we're we know that Villa are a big club but we're now acting as a big club would and we've got a proper manager in place and kind of his support staff around him feels like something a top top side has and this pre-season optimism is usually misplaced isn't it where we kind of go oh yeah Villa are going to win the FA Cup or they're going to finish in the top six almost as a bit of a we're Villa fans we kind of have to say that if we're saying those things later on in this show we're saying it because we believe it this time not just because it's like this false hope of oh Villa might be okay do you feel the same way John?
2: Yeah, uh, to be honest, in the last few years, having predicted things before the start of the season, I think like, you need to be a bit more conservative to how you look at it. And as I've said, Villa can compete with anyone and the potential is almost limitless. But at the same time, you have to kind of play down those expectations because mm. <laughs> yes, Villa could compete for the Champions League and yes, they could win the Conference League. And yeah, they could maybe to get, get to a final of a domestic competition as well. But we're also a club who hasn't won anything for like, you know 28 years from next year Uh, everything isn't going to happen in one season so I'm going to kind of just sit back with it as well and we'll go into it later but my expectations of next season aren't as maybe high as what other people's are Mm. and that's fine because I think there'll still be success in there somewhere it's just it might not be in every competition (laughs) how next season looks for me uh, it's extremely positive because of that pre-season as you said the Everything that happened last season was continued into the pre-season. Yeah, we're unbeaten, but I don't really think that matters. I think it's more that Emery has tried new things. The players are again adapting. We've added three top players. It's a world apart from where it was this time last year. And I think we were we were seeing it because Gerrard wasn't really doing anything different. And Bournemouth happened. And then I think we all know like the writing was on the wall from then. But this feels different. It feels like we're going into a another another chapter of Emery, I suppose you could call it, yeah. which is exciting and there's hopefully a lot more chapters after this as well.
0: Is that how you feel about it, James? Are you a little bit more
1: conservative or are we winning the lot? No, I think it's it's a good season because you going to be so much possibilities mm. and there's so many different ways to judge that success. I mean, before we've just went, did we get more points than last year or did we finish in a higher position where we could finish lower, win something or go far into your compositions? Yeah. And that's a similar level of progress because it get pro- if you win something it potentially gets you further than any league position we could aim yeah. for would get
0: us we could have a good season in the Premier League but because the league is possibly stronger we finish below 7th with more points but win an FA Cup really? and yeah. get into Europa League it's a
2: really good point what James has made there like th- we have lots of possibilities for success so as you say, we don't have to finish 5th for it to be a good season with that that's what that's what makes it even more exciting because yeah. we have so many possibilities. So many avenues into yes.
0: success for the yeah. y- year after. I think when we did this last year, Matt said, how do you get into Europe? And we said, well, seventh place. And he said, well, we'll finish eighth then. But if we win an FA Cup, that gets you into Europe. Well, you've got those competitions that get you into Europe and obviously winning the Conference League would get you into Europe this season after as well. So we'll get on to what is success later down this this show. But being in Europe for the following season, I think would be successful mate. even if this season wasn't as big as we all hope it is if we're still in some kind of european competition for 24 25 23 24 was successful if that makes sense
1: yeah i mean if you got like more points but somehow finished below and then fell at the semi-final or final in the, in some ways that not a That's program sort of that, that is like yeah. a program but it's like do you need that definitive end result Intangible. Of, of europe to, to consider it a success, and may, maybe you do, maybe you don't, it depends on how it finishes.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, we're going to talk about squad depth a little bit today. It feels like Villa are in the best place they've been in that I can remember, really. Obviously, the age that we are, we go back to the O'Neill days as being the last good times for Villa, really. Obviously, competing in Europe. 12, 13 years ago. But back then, we had a first 11, didn't we, James? And and that was basically, you'd have a couple of subs who might be in and around it. But after that, O'Neill had a core of 12 or 13 players he would use for Villa. I said in the Lazio podcast that we did when we made seven subs at half-time that all the players that came on and came off could be first-team starters because Villa's squad depth has improved so much. That's a great
1: position to be in, isn't it, James? Yeah, I think when you... I mean, there's still questions. You go on Twitter and there's still you know, dead club if we don't buy a striker type <laughs> of discussion. And I mean, I've seen us play Josh Olima and Leandro Bakuna up front. But the the discussion is you're playing DRB, Bailey, Archer, perhaps even Philogene, mm. and of course, Ollie Watkins. And I feel like the, I know we played wingers in that position before, but the, the quality I think is there, the deeper quality, the potential is there yeah. for if you unfortunately grab an injury to the main guy. I feel that the squad is built as a as a unit rather than relying on having that marquee I signing.
2: Yeah, I, you can look at Ollie Watkins and say, well, if he gets injured, then where are your goals coming from? But you can do that for almost every club that isn't Man City and even their depth isn't amazing. Like, if Martinez gets injured, then yeah, well, you don't have your top goalkeeper. If John McGinn gets injured, well, then you don't have your captain. Like, you can go across the squad and you can always do that and, hmm. you know, everyone was clamouring for Cameron Archer to be in the squad and then you kind of ignore him because he didn't score five goals in pre-season so I I think you've got to look at the whole team as a a whole and say it's one of the best squads in the league outside of your you know obvious Liverpool Man United, you know those guys what James said there as well about the depth in those forward positions you've got players behind that like Jacob Ramsey wasn't even in pre-season Alex Moreno obviously not in pre-season as well so yeah the depth that we're Playing with it's, um, I think it's a problem for opposition teams because we have so many tools to overcome different problems, and that's exactly what Emery wants. He, Mm -hmm. you know, not one game is going to be the same next season for Villa, and different teams are going to test us in different ways. We won't have just one way of playing, and we'll have a lot of different players to play different ways, and. That's key to make success of what promises to be a really exciting season. Yeah, at some point we're going to do a kind of tactical video of
0: Villa's squad depth analysing how many different players can play different positions. Because that's a, a key thing for us that it isn't just a case of, uh, well, if Douglas Luiz is injured, we have to play a certain midfielder in that, that position and keep that shape. We could totally change the system and play something different. And that's a, a good thing to have mm. in your arsenal. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Cameron Archer in a bit, I think, and we're also going to talk about the rest of the Premier League at the end of the show, like you know, top three, uh, t- top six, bottom three, that kind of thing. If I quickly kind of scan through the, the sides in the Premier League and think who's got a top six squad, I don't think there are six traditional sides that have a top six squad in terms of like, the big six. I don't think Chelsea and Tottenham have a top six squad just yet. There's potential there for it to, to be the case. And obviously, they've got new managers and how that works. That could take a year or two to their, kind of fulfil that potential. Is that
2: European football. Though that's there is the, that, yeah,
0: absolutely, of course. don't need it. But I think if you just look
2: at our squad on paper, I'd say our squad is top six ready. I agree. And that's because, as well, Emery has improved a lot of those players and how they work in his system works very well. Would Chelsea come after... Um, some of our players to fill positions in their team possibly not or other clubs in the top six but it works for Villa and that's the key point when West Ham were going for top six, top seven and Leicester were doing it we Wolves as well previously those teams those were top six top seven squads at that moment because they fitted for what Nuno wanted and what Moyes wanted and Brendan Rogers. Villa's thing is they want to do what they did and get in there and, and yeah. as they have but then push on um, instead of falling back into a relegation fight which is what all of those clubs have done So that's the key thing for villa now it's pushing on staying there and going again adding to the squad as we have but making sure those players remain at that level which i think they will because villa have recruited well they've recruited you know that recruitment drive we had when we bought 22 year olds 23 year olds esri concert louise watkins matty cash all those players that's now served us well for here because instead of having 31 year olds like what west ham had or wolves or all those teams we're now fit to go again and those players, I think, can go to a um, another level under Emery as they have already. You know, we talk about top six, already. Right
1: in the next few years, the way it's balanced out is back in the the back in the day, you had um, the the top six clubs with a, a a really strong second string, but that second string seems to be the players who are performing at clubs like Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe in the future, we're talking about not a top six, but a top ten, and that's a really heated. Battle between not just your big six, but another set of clubs, who will play well but have nothing to hold up at the end of the season. Mm, yeah. So the competition's only going to get stronger, especially with Chelsea and Tottenham circling
2: back with good managers mm. and maybe a, a hunger that wasn't there last season. That's how Villa view it at the moment. Instead of the big six, they view it as the I think it's the greater eight yeah. is what was kind of muted as which is good. So that's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Villa, as long as they do their thing, as long as we get enough points in the season, we'll be in the top six. Yeah. So I'm that's not, what we said at the back really of the last season. i about what anyone else does. Yeah. If we do our, our season. Job. <laughs> yeah. Destiny's in our own hands. From the start of the season, you get everyone's on zero. Let's see where it takes us. Last season, we gave everyone a 13-game head start, didn't mm. we?
0: So. Yeah. I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about certain starters amongst different sides. If we do that for Villa, and apply the same logic, how many players do you think are guaranteed to be playing
2: most games? The 11 will change throughout the season. Of course, um, yeah. But I suppose we're putting it as, if we play a cup final tomorrow, I yeah. guess, yeah. yeah. Martinez, obviously. For me, I think Tyrone Mings, Pau Torres both have to play. And mm-hmm. I was very reluctant before to say that, that would be the case until I saw that we were doing three at the back. Yeah. So, Pau Torres off the left, Tyrone in the middle, I think they have to play together. And I think every concert is a shoe in on that right side as well. Alex Moreno has to play. So I've already named you back five. <laughs> um, Kamara has to play for me. Yeah. Douglas Louise, I think, is probably our best player one-off. So I think yeah, he probably has to play, even though Teelewins is doing great. And then Watkins has to play, so that's five, six, that's seven, eight. eight. That's eight. You said John McGinn. John as well. McGinn has to play. No, no. so that's all done. That it? <laughs> <laughs> so that's nine. So it's almost eleven. I yeah. think that's almost the eleven. You, you got Watkins and Martinez on top of that. <laughs> so I, I'm. Almost, I think there's maybe one position in my team. Diaby has to play. I think. I think I've got eleven. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> that's going to defeat the whole objective. I, I thought this was gonna be like a little niche but,
0: section where we go. Oh, there's only about four players you have to say. You've given me. I don't think I'm give me eleven
2: because would you play? I just think we have really good depth. I think the only—that's the point, isn't it? But I still think the eleven is quiet, in my opinion. Th- I think the eleven is almost still not, not set.
1: All. I mean, every three games when Diego Carlos comes in or tillemans yeah. for Kamara mm-hmm. or Philogene for perhaps DRB, we haven't even mentioned our, our Emmy buendia <laughs> there. You can come in. Yeah.
2: Um, There's a lot there. Yeah.
1: So I mean, the averages that squad is going to be fairly strong.
2: Mm. yes that, that's the point because we're going to get injuries Thursday, Sunday is going to be horrible <laughs> um, so Buendia can come in Tielemans can come in or Louise can come in for Tielemans there's so many ways to take it but I just think for the starting eleven right now I, I do still have a pretty much set eleven. Mm.
0: the spine is strong let's talk about the new signings a little bit then T- um, Pau Torres Yuri Tielemans and Moussa Diabe just give me we've talked a lot so I'll come to you James instead how do you kind of assess that transfer business do you think if the window closed tomorrow, would you be happy with that, or do we need more?
1: Yeah, I think I think I'd be fine because I'm guilty of, of spying a lot of players and me going, "That's brilliant." And it always is on paper, but it's exciting, isn't it? You know, you look at nineteen nineteen twenty, fifteen, sixteen where some brilliant moves are made on paper, <laughs> and they potentially didn't work out. But sometimes it's the lesser stated mm. transfer windows that you know we've built that spine now, and that's that spine includes what two new players. Yes. Yes, Two. yeah. that's um, fine. Yeah, it's really and that that's the strongest thing you've added two players who will start to a or a team that really did well yeah, yeah, actually yeah. last season. Um I was I did watch the um the Tifo analysis and that did bring up a few good points that Emery is that the one that was titled something like Villa signings might not be as good as we think or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and, you know, we all know about the headline game. We all, know, we about all know about the headline game, but the points made were really valid and you could only make them points without seeing them, you know, in, with, with the evidence you have. Um, but after seeing, you know, the brent I think the Brentford game in the summer series was the one where I was like, this is actually nailed on, no fears. And there are some valid things, you know, two left, footed centre backs and Emery. I don't know what the context was, but he didn't really use a back three unless he had to or he was forced in that position. I don't, you know, I don't want to dig into that because I didn't watch Emery <laughs> and his last clubs. Um, but to see, you know, see them progress and play the way they did against. But I know it's pre season. I know it's a summer season in America. Whatever. It was still still valid to see those talking points kind of get yeah. sorted done. Premier League season. You know, it'll be it'll be different. There's still probably some concerns, but I'm gonna really enjoy seeing how we play with these new players I think the RB really excited me but there's a lot of money to that but Torres came in at a position that I didn't really think needed strengthening no, I didn't. at all but thus I have been proven wrong
0: instantly I think I, again like we just said it's only pre-season the jury is slightly still out for me on Torres at the moment no I'm not saying he's a bad player I see that smoke I'm not saying he's a Get bad him. player or a bad or a bad signing it's just that because it changes the way we play at the moment okay. that he's kind of playing this, this left back role I don't think that but I, I, don't, I can't see that sticking because Alex Moreno no, ex- is... Exactly. So then how yeah. do you then okay. get the rest of the players? You know we the then come back to the point of did we need him if Contra and Mings so good and Carlos comes back? But okay. as we said before, you need that depth and if you want to push on, you have to keep making good signings. I think the
1: aerial... Was it the aerial stats? Yeah, aerial well, stats we're weren't a concern great. And yeah. people said, I'll beat Spain. I was like, yeah, they're, they're not great in Spain, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't. We'll, we'll see. Because
2: the, him and Tyra Mings are so... I mean, the, the, so Ming's aerial duel was like 71% won, and then Patares might be like 50, but then he's so much better yeah. with the ball progressing it, and that's Emery says that in every press conference. So... You maybe take that and bring... You've it. got like the best of both worlds, but then both left-footed, so how do you come back that? In a back three, that would probably work, and then it shifts across, as you said, Dan. So I, th- I just think Emery's got a plan, and yeah. we'll, we'll wait and... So definitely i've said believe, I'm just
0: trusting emory and i, I yes. believe what he wants to do is the right thing but having just watched a couple of those games diarby to me looks like he will definitely work your yep. team definitely offer something i'm not saying that torres doesn't but he can do but at the moment i think it's it creates a couple of different problems with can he
1: play off that left it's, side it's can hard he to play look good mings, as a defender as well i yeah. think you know tyron mings is the one who gets it in the neck and the the vertical slices of Anti highlight reels, mm, yeah,
2: but it's hard to look at yeah, no, defender Social media, age, Mings has been outstanding in pre season as well. Yeah, when yeah. he came on against Lazio, oh my goodness, it's so like, good! They didn't get a they didn't touch the ball and rattled them all because he was being a bit physical. Like, he was so good in pre season, Mings, like across all the games. Um, but it, like, I know we're saying problems, but but they're. I think I, I see it in a positive way as well. If when that works and when we get all of that working well, I think mm. that, you know, geez, got one of the best progressive passes as, as a centre-back in Europe. Mings, who's class, Conce can do his role well. Martinez is one of the best keepers in the world. Like Alex Moreno, there's so much there that's going for us. So it's still really positive. It's just a couple of teething issues that Emery... But that's why we have pre-season. We're, it's yeah. why we had six games and... It's a long season, there's so many games to play, you can almost spend five of the first games if you needed to, just to feel your way into it, really. And
0: and it's a positive that Villa don't have to throw Torres straight in, and it's not that Ezra Contest was terrible, and it's like, oh, Torres has to play for minute one, and we're not quite sure, whatever. Yeah, it's there's like, time to kind of blood well, yeah. him in, and the competition is very strong. I don't want to come across as saying that Torres is a bad player, or that yeah. he won't be important. Uh, I think 12 months time we'll be going, Torres is a very good footballer.
1: The, the, I think the point is nobody here was saying... Well, nobody has ever said that. It's that it's different for Villa, yeah, and yeah. if they concede two goals because of that, but Torres applies himself in giving us six. Yeah. That's four more. <laughs> that's yeah. positive. Plus four. Yeah. yeah.
2: And look how it was last season when people were moaning about playing out from the back, and it was, and then all of a sudden we finished seventh because that's exactly like the, one of the big reasons why yeah. we played so. Yeah, you will. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, of course.
0: Let's look at August then. As I said we're not going to go through the entire season, but let's just look at that opening month. It's a busy month. It is busy now with the the Conference League. So we've got Newcastle away, Everton at home, Hibs or Lutzerne, I think Ooh, is the, well part, that's the pronunciation. <laughs> oh, Did you actually pronounce Hib- Hibs then? You <laughs> cut that short. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Hibernian, James. Uh, Hibernian or Lucerne away, first of all, in the playoff first round, uh, first leg, sorry. Then it's Burnley away. Uh, then it's Hibernian or Lucerne at home at Villa Park uh, to end the month. And then it's Liverpool in early September. Let's sideline Europe for a sec and just talk about that Premier League. How opener. many games is that? That's five, five in August instead of three if we weren't in Europe. Um, so three Premier League, Newcastle, Everton, Burnley. How would you rate that start? Is that a good Opening, do you think?
1: I think Newcastle's probably the worst game you could have asked for to start off this. does spe- Man City away? Especially
0: away. Or home. I think Newcastle at home, I'd fancy us yeah. just because of what happened last season exactly. as well. Newcastle away, uh, I know it's obviously not a Champions League game, but it's the season they kick off the Champions League for the first time in 20 odd years or whatever. Their fans will be well so it's up It's going to be low. a, be red be a massive, massive game like in terms of atmosphere. Yeah. Two very good sides going at each other, two sides that have improved and were very successful last season. You mentioned Man City. I I, th- I just wonder whether when you play a good side first game,
1: maybe you can get at them because they haven't kind of got in, yeah, got ahead of
0: steam yet. Maybe you can catch them on a bad day on the first day of the season. You
1: know, we played Bournemouth last season and they did really well in the end. Actually, yeah. not under the manager who actually beat us. He was bad. Yeah. <laughs> we got beat games, by I mean? the worst part of a good we lost team. Nine nil next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, yeah, we could, we could say, oh, we'll have Luton on first day. Same thing. Good. I don't think it'll happen under Emery to be fair but these things do happen so mm. it, it, does it really it just matters I don't know if the order matters too much I think it's just who it is mm. you know um, Newcastle-Wayside but I think it'll probably be the, one of the most delightful games of Emery ball you'll ever see like <laughs> I think it'll be very to me very similar to the match we played against Graham Potter's Chelsea mm. where it was like maybe if you just look at the stat sheet Villa did very badly Mm. and nick the win but we nick a win with a plan yeah and i feel like against newcastle the atmosphere they have the way they've developed they have hit the stratosphere over the last um, 12 months on daddy Howe, they are a big club a seriously a, a potential football powerhouse they have developed probably 10 years worth of football improvement in the last 12 months, squad-wise.
0: How many years of football development has Emery done in the last eight <laughs> months then? I
1: what mean, question? he had to correct a lot of stuff. We were going quite backwards mm. <laughs> under um, Gerald. So I think Newcastle were just... Dead. I think it was, in my mind, easier to improve Newcastle because they were Agreed, stagnant. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Villa were like, up, down, up, down, yeah. up, down. Um, Emory's I mean, that doesn't discount what Emery's done. I think maybe it was four years. But New- okay. I think if you're in the mind of a Newcastle fan, the Steve Bruce to Eddie High thing mm. is, I mean, from us, from Gerard to Emery is huge. The Steve Bruce to Eddie High thing is mental. We talked a little bit about Newcastle there. So it's Newcastle,
0: Everton, Burnley. Forget about Europe for a sec. How many points come from that? It's the classic question.
2: i give us a point against Newcastle. Mm. But I, and I'd, I'd snatch hands off for a point, honestly. I'd want to get out of there as quick as we can. With a nil-nil, one or whatever it may be, if we win, might be one of the best results we have all season. <laughs> Genuinely, uh, Everton, you have to win, and Burnley away. I don't want to sit here and say that well, we have to win that because I think Burnley will be okay this year. But if we yeah, and, and if we draw against Burnley away, and okay, you know, <laughs> you win your most of your home games, get we get on the road, and we'll probably finish in about sixty points again. So yeah. I'm okay with staying and beating in that run as long as we win at least one game, which we have to beat Everton at home. That would be a poor result if we don't beat Everton.
0: Agreed. So five points for you there.
2: Yeah, I I think five points. Five points minimum. If we lose to Newcastle, you want to probably win those two. But five points, I think, is probably what we'd at least be aiming for. And you are throwing
0: in those two European games in between those Everton and well, and That creates a problem if if Phil are playing. I don't think they'll play full strength in both, especially if they win the first leg pretty comfortably, but it is still extra game time and
1: whatnot. So points, James, from those three? I'd give a six, push for seven. I think, like, I don't want a big Newcastle up too much on a on our Aston Villa podcast, but they, it's, a, it's a tough team to play, especially in, it's just the context of it. It's not necessarily how good Newcastle, like the context yeah, of it that, that's the point, makes yeah. it very hard. I mean, put Villa in the same circumstance and bring Newcastle to Villa Park. Hmm. Imagine how that goes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you two have both Picked up Newcastle and rightly so, but I will counter that and say I think we'll beat Newcastle on the first day. <laughs> I think we'll start this. What's that for? I think we'll. Be, I think we'll start the season with a win because I think it's important to get
2: off to be a start. massive win if you beat yeah, Newcastle on the yeah, first day. You can catch Huge.
0: people cold on the first day. Is my is my point? like oh, us I think exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think
2: there's. I think there's a few places where teams don't want to go on the first day. One is Villa Park. One is Saint James's. No one wants to go to the Etihad at any time of the year. And probably Not an, even Man City fans. <laughs> 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 very good. <laughs> probably Anfield. Like Probably like five stadiums or so. And I think we're included in that as well. So yeah, of for everything we're saying about St. James's Park, and the, yeah. you could apply the same thing what James said. We beat them 3-0 at Villa Park. Half of that was probably because of Villa Park. So well. Well, yeah, we played very well. but So... Yeah, three points against Newcastle would be... Yeah.
0: It would be massive, yeah, and I, I just it's think huge. it's important to, to get off to a good start, and then uh, you beat Burnley at home, uh, sorry, you beat Everton at home, because we do that every year, um, in August at least. So six from the, from the opening 2 or we'll bust through the European games, of course, and then I'll take a point away at Burnley, just because it's, <laughs> it's, it's tricky, isn't it? to, <laughs> to said, go away. No, no but, it, uh, but we'll it's, it's not the, it's not the, it's the old Burnley, though, no, is it? I it's actually <laughs> Everton that you've got to be worried Yeah, about. I think people are write off Burnley as being the side they were under Sean Dice but that's oh, yeah. how do you think They're,
2: Burnley will do this season just as a quick
0: something like 12th maybe
2: I can't work out if they'll be 12th or 17th Like I think they'll be good but at the same time I don't know how their football is going to translate it's mm. very um,
0: if they have to like, throw away their principles a little bit them. if they play the way they, they, they will, will I think they'll concede goals and be a bit like um, be exactly like Villa <laughs> yeah I was thinking a bit like do you remember Blackpool being in the Premier League yeah, yeah that was madness and they actually. were just like yeah it seems so, weird. Seems like, so yeah, the final two weeks. Oh, I yeah. Wrong. I'm not saying Burnley will go down, but they'll just play their own way, and it'll be fun and, and fun to watch and yeah, whatnot. Play, but so I think you'll see a lot of like Apple. three threes and things like that
2: from from Burnley. I think it's mad how we, how company I don't know this is a, bit of a podcast, but whatever. I, mean, I think it's mad how company can change like the whole perception of mm, not yeah, the perception yeah. of a club, but how how they play in a championship season and walk walk it. New players. I think honestly, the job he'd done there is. I think Burnley, we'll see how it goes in the Premier League but. I think
0: Burnley will be closer to the top half than
2: they are to be relegated I that's, I th- that's how I feel about them as well, I just yeah. don't know how it's going to go
0: okay um, let's talk about Europe then so we did a show earlier in the week when the cup draw was done and I was saying well we'll beat whoever we play That whoever the seven size Villa could have played against I'm not really bothered we'll beat them all and there were YouTube comments predictably saying overconfident arrogant complacent <laughs> firstly is that fair Or do you do you agree that we'll kind of walk through these early rounds? Because my point is that we keep saying Villa are one of the favourites for the tournament. So why are we going to be in any trouble in a playoff round? Villa might not play their strongest side in either of those games. Yeah, I think it's a two-legged affair. If you lose that will rightly be embarrassed for it because Villa should be blasting their way through that and the group
1: stage and deep into the knockouts at least. Just imagine the amount of power points you'd have to sit through, Villa got knocked out. <laughs> if you're a Villa player and you got knocked out by i a... I'd be
0: rightly embarrassed because it, it would be a disastrous result to lose lose one of those games, whether it's Hibs or Lucerne.
1: I think there is a trickiness to the playoffs rounds because it is cup final mode to get further. Four clubs that may not expect to progress. So a lot of the, not necessarily in Villa's path, the other mm. side of it is, is there's a big cut off there from being not in Europe to earning the money from a group stage ring. So there's a lot riding on it. Not so clued up on Hibernian's situation or, or Lucerne's, to be honest, in terms of how much it means to them. Um, but it's a shot to, I mean, more so for Hibernian. They'll be gutted to get Villa. Because they'll be thinking, "Well, we're I out." I don't know, man. I think I think they'll see it as a scalp. Yeah, that's what I and mean. Yeah, that, but they won't achieve it. Is my point. Yeah, I mean, it's I I I feel confident in Villa progressing. I don't necessarily I I don't think it'll be easy because I haven't seen Villa do it easy in the past. But mm. this is a new Villa.
0: Exactly. That's the point. It's a new Villa, and I think we're scarred by. I know the Stevenage thing was under Emery in The <laughs> only this, only this Stevenage year. thing was But like, year? we've been scarred by things sort like of Bradford of years gone by where Villa get beat by a lower league side. I don't think that happens uh, under Emery now. I know it happened at the start of the year, I but it's very different.
2: Yeah, I can't assist winning 3-0 away and then 5-0 at home. I don't think it's going to be that like, comfortable. I think we'll probably win both legs and, you know, by a goal or something. I don't know. Like, I just don't think it'll be. I think it'll just be comfortable. We'll get the job done. Yeah. 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 And that That's away leg think. might be a bit... Hostile at Easter Road if we if we play against them because I think Lucerne are probably possibly better than Hibernian but I think the home leg for twenty minutes might be you know oh what's good we might fill our way into it and then score and yeah then well get I'm through. not I expecting it. Villa to be four 0 up at half time no, or anything no, but I think Villa will get, like get through yeah, this that's power round. it's not it's not it's not being arrogant at all Aston Villa are a better team than Hibs yeah, Luton
1: we'll, <laughs> we'll get through we're not I, I find it hard to see that we'll cruise through because mm. yeah. teams naturally don't you know mm-hmm.
2: and. Uh, but after then, I would say like, I think it will get tougher for Villa. I, I mentioned it on the podcast we did, but like, West Ham's run was pretty. I don't want to say easy, but it was pretty simple. But at the same time, we'll get those games away to Alkmaar or whoever we play or whoever the equivalent is, and it will be tough for twenty, thirty minutes, and we've got to dig in, even though we're the better team. But hmm. that's it's going to happen. Those teams in Europe that you know, those teams find a way somehow, and we've got to be that club who steps up and proves ourselves like, we're the favourites just say we're the scalp now it's a well and good we with the favourites which we are but that does make it a bit harder for us because we're the team everyone wants to beat and knows that they probably have to beat to win it
0: there's been a lot of talk about like the drop off in the league if we go far in the Conference League which is a, a West Ham point I guess that they win the tournament but finish 14th in the Premier League now we've said before I don't think that will happen because West Ham have got other problems yeah. and that's why they finished 14th I don't see that happening for Villa I think well, we'll get on to season predictions in a bit and I know that in our end of season show I said that Villa will be in the top four <laughs> started weighing on that a little bit I'll be honest <laughs> but it's I think- only a few weeks ago <laughs> What's changed? It's possible. I mean, top five could be Champions League, because I think top four is go. doable, uh, as I route in. I think if we, if we had no European football, I'd, I'd I'd stick with that prediction that Villa could finish in the top five or top four, because it's pure focus on the league. I know you've got the domestic cups, but on the league, there's no distractions, no travel. Because of the Conference League, there will be times where, like you said, we're away at Fiorentina or whatever, and then back playing Arsenal away on the Sunday, or whatever, and it'll be a slog and we'll lose a few games and whatnot. But I don't
1: think that the drop-off will be as dramatic as some people, maybe neutrals will expect it will be. I mean, it's the context of what the season will turn out like. I think, it, I think if you're a West Ham fan last season, you probably don't expect that. Mm. So as a Villa fan, I'm not expecting it. It's just what will happen in that season to cause such a thing to occur, I guess. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's very hard for me to sit here and go... Villa will finish 16th, win the conference league, win the FA Cup final. But these are the situations where you, you probably sacrifice mm. maybe that league position. Maybe it's the other side of the Moscow thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, if we're further in.
1: But I feel like Villa have got a manager, they've got the squad. It's just what happens in that season to cause another thing to happen mm. rather than now. Now I feel really confident. Yeah, yeah, not yeah.
0: happening. if we look back in 12 months' time and there is a drop off but it's because Martinez Watkins and Douglas Reeves were injured for six months you go well oh, that was why <laughs> I don't think <laughs> if everyone's theory. fully fit and ready to go someone. yeah <laughs> that won't happen I just don't think it's just as simple as well if Villa get to the final of that thing they will finish 12th I don't think that, that will happen I think
2: I think there will be games next, it's probably obvious to say but there'll be games next season in the Premier League or in the Cups or whatever that we'll be frustrated by because of the European night a couple of yeah. Days before, it, yeah, you know, it we, will happen. We yeah. could play, I don't know, random game, Fulham away, and we draw, and we probably could have won it if we didn't, you know, because we had to make a few changes. There'll there'll be that a bit of frustration, and then we'll be thinking, oh, if we won in Europe, we could have finished in fifth, and so the next season there'll be a lot of different things to sort of fight against and think about. But I think i will just go back to the point: if we got so many chances to win a trophy, like I was writing a piece saying. There's every chance Villa actually wins to me next year <laughs> because we've
1: yeah. got the most opportunities we've ever had. Yeah, right.
2: and we are one of the favourites to win the Conference League, the Carabao Cup, uh, and the FA Cup. If we really want to push for the League Cup, maybe not so because we're in Europe and there's a lot of games. But we could probably win that if we really push for it and got a decent draw like last season and in, in the FA Cup and the League Cup. The amount of teams that were in the latter stages of both of those cups, there weren't many. Yeah, big like teams. Man- you mean? Yeah, it was yeah, like Man United, Brighton. City were only in one of the latter rounds. Like,
0: Sheffield United I, go far. Sheffield
2: United I went far. Blackburn yeah. went far. Fulham went far. So many teams that
1: we really. We need that 19 20 draw of like yeah. Liverpool, but they're not asked
2: about it. Wolves, who are just not. We played Wolves at home and then we're at Wembley. <laughs> like yeah. The week low I've played Leicester, but. It, but those draws, it, I don't know how to explain it. But last season, I feel, was a real opportunity for us. Like Sheffield United, uh, Wednesday, sorry, beat Newcastle. And everything fell in our lap a little bit until we lost to evening. But everything after that, I mean, was... Uh, if we got through, I think we really would have gone far. And under Emery, you one off games. You'd back us to beat anyone, pretty much. So there's that as well next season. I don't think in the domestic cups we'll go, um, we'll go on to it, but I don't think we'll concentrate on them too much. But at the same time, our squad is... So good, you can't really play a weaker, weaker team.
0: So we're going to end the show with the the section that we always do, where we do our predictions. Now I've added a couple of different ones to usual, but we've got the classics, top goalscorer, player of the year, where Villa are going to finish, etc. Now I've got these in front of me that I've written down, uh, so I've got mine, I won't change them, though I might look at them. Um, so we'll go through them in order, each one of us, and we've also got a new section this year called the big prediction, where Ooh. we're going to physically write down something seal it in an envelope and come back to it at the end of the year so maybe something you're, you're a little apprehensive to say today and have to justify in august but if it comes off you can pull it out in May and go told you so top scorer then john i'll start with you first because i know who yours is going to be because we've already talked about it ollie watkins yeah why
2: i just yeah i think that's it. it's quite obvious i suppose not much like thought behind it. Is the main guy i think he'll get 20 goals this season so in the premier league yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Okay. Is that you going with twenty for Watkins? I, mm,
2: I, I think he can break twenty. As in I just from what I did last season and next season like, in pre-season as well. Just watching him closely, he looks hungry, like determined to score. After he missed that penalty against Lazio, you could tell how frustrated frustrated he was. And when he scored his goal, he could have squared it and stuff. And he just thought, no, I'm gonna put my head down. I know yeah, where the, the goal finish, is. And I'll well. shoot. And like. It, he's hungry for goals and not in a selfish way but he has to have that sort of well i suppose he needs to be a bit selfish and i think next season he'll have opportunities and i think he'll he'll get 20 if he stays fit same for you yeah i mean it's very hard to put in a different
1: answer from my perspective <laughs> um <laughs> he's a good striker and a good premier league striker if not becoming a really good <laughs> Premier yeah, league yeah. striker. i yeah. didn't want to say great because i think great is overused Okay. Maybe you know, Alan Shearer, Thierry Henry's probably not there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he's good. He's very good, and he's ours. And he's the one man who is probably the first name on the team sheet. He's the one man always in a position to finish a move. He's the one man knows where the goal is. He's going to be on the end of a lot of good moves
2: this season, mm. and he's going to put them away. He's, he's developed rapidly under Emery's team as well. The, the stuff that he works with at body more, Like we need to sort that contract situation out because he's. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of top clubs are, look, are sniffing around. Yeah. His. I think James says he's, he's becoming a top player how
1: many goals in the league I don't know I, I, I want to back Sean and say 20 but I think he'll be used a lot in the conference league I was um, going to ask
0: about that do you think he will start every game not in the conference not, league not
1: every game but I think important ones in the last like in the groups in like the Watkins groups if we need a win week? Watkins is playing in the playoffs he's probably playing one of the legs yeah. which might affect him in August in the league I don't know but he's definitely playing in the conference league and I think that takes away from his potential in the the Premier League. Rightly so, I think. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see how we rotate in the Conference League, certainly in in those early stages. I think possibly the
0: first leg, I don't know. In one of those legs, I think we'll play a strong side because it'll be like, well... We either need to win in the second leg or we go in the first leg strong because we think if we win this 5-0, we can rest next week, for example. In the group stage, it's a little bit different because obviously you play six games and some of those you, you think oh, we you, can ro- definitely rotate. Yeah, here. what you
2: can do in the group stage, like what West Ham did, you just go go out and win your first. Win the first three, first rotate for the second you, three. You've won the group and then you've got, you know, you don't have to play the last one. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh,
0: I have gone different. Because partly because it's a podcast, and I want to do something <laughs> different and give a different talking point. One, because I also think that Musa Diabi will be very exciting this season whether we he are easy whether he is actually top goal scorer or not is obviously a different matter and maybe that some of that will depend on if Watkins is playing the conference league if he's having a bit of a burden there maybe Diaby picks up the slap slack in the league possibly um, but i just wanted to give a different answer and i think he will score goals i think playing that second striker role i it mean it'll be times where he plays off the right hand side or whatever but predominantly it's going to be him and Watkins as it stands unless we sign anyone else which i'm, I'm not sure we will so i've got Diaby with 17. As our top scorer, seventeen scorer. goals. I think. So, I think. Goals exactly. goals. I think his pace <laughs> is just so dangerous, and his finishing is lethal. And he, at like Watkins, he'll be on the end of, of moves as well, and he will finish them. So, I could see him scoring a couple of braces here and there, and that kind of notching his his um, his tally up a little bit. So, just for the sake of a different answer, DRB with seventeen for me. Um Top assists. Start with you, James. I
1: uh, go Alex Marina.
0: Good shout. I went with Luca Dean last season. Oh, but
1: for the same kind of
0: thing. (laughs) Last (laughs) season, yeah. I know. But for the same kind of thing. Down the the flanks kind of thing, and and the left back will get assists, is what I was thinking. uh, And Luca Dean's
1: a as is Moreno, as is is whomever you're going to come (laughs) on from. I'm sure that's well thought out, but Moreno's Moreno's in a great position to to lead. I mean, I don't want to say Torres, but I think Torres is going to pop up a few, but it's going to be, you know. The, the main guys you're looking at: Louise, McGinn, Diaby, or Watkins. Even yeah, that's what that's I was. Smart.
0: I was toying with one of the strikers because they'll they'll blink up together well. Marino's second
1: season for Marino. For
0: a Brandier or Coutinho or a creative <laughs> player,
1: I just
2: think there's going to be a lot of rotation, rotation there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'll say Louise. I went Louise I'll as j- well. It's, it's James. It's difficult because there's so much rotation. And last season, I'm not sure how many assists every player got, but I think Louise was. Up there,
0: oh, I think Jack Ramsey had the most in all competitions with eight. Is what is the research I saw? It's difficult
2: like, with assists because you kind of
1: you just it bounces off you and then yeah, another person scores. scores. Yeah. I thought if he's still taking corners, Louis is, he is might probably get a one combo.
2: of the. I say one of it. Louis, he, he don't have to say this. He means assists. <laughs> Does some make sense? Like yeah, he, a, yeah. Ramsey could be in the right. This isn't to downplay any of our attacks at all, but if they're in the right position to lay like the ball off, then you get an assist. But Louis isn't
0: really anything. It was just the. Louis is going to pick out. So I don't know. Yeah. just I know what you mean. Yeah. Just very quickly before we carry on, I want to highlight last year's predictions just to oh. show how much of a nonsense this section is because we're going to say some silly things. So top scorer last season, I said Ings, you said Watkins. Well, you were right until he was sold. Was, of course, yeah. I was, I was right for half a season. But you were wrong. Most assists, like I said, I went Luca Dean, you went Coutinho, who didn't really who play. Didn't get, didn't, didn't, get yeah, okay. didn't, get, didn't get an assist. Didn't get any assists. Didn't get any assist. Player of the Year. I went Diego Carlos. <laughs> you mean?
1: Did you when you said P O T Y? Did you mean physio of the year? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah,
0: Diego Carlos, and then he was injured for the season. About a week later, can't really do much for that. You went Kamara. Which I think was a decent show. Great show. Young player of the year, we both went with Archer, and I think we said there's basically nobody young, so <laughs> it
2: kind of has to be him. I think Ramsey wouldn't, but I think we ruled him out ourselves. Yeah, we said he's too old for young players. He's paid enough, yeah.
0: yeah. He's senior. Villa finished, I said ninth. John, you said tenth. Oh, my God. You said. I thought I No, you said, I think Villa will push for the top seven, but will fall short. So.
2: I mean, I mean, you all were, close, this, you, all, were cl- you
0: were closer than me. All of this under under Steven Gerrard, by the way, which sounds mental,
2: but yeah. y- it was in the end James we did get away with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you weren't there, were there. We yeah, my priority the was uh, it, Robin so. Olsen. <laughs> you can't. It, it, if if I said Villa finished seventh, yeah, you're correct, but you're also quite a way off because it's you, based got, you off. got it the wrong way round. It was like mm. we fell off them, pushed. Exactly, <laughs> I've seen yeah, yeah. I've seen a few like podcasts and stuff have that they put Villa quite high up last year, but. <laughs>
0: I think
1: we can't, probably a bit <laughs> you can't claim way. it. Yeah, I can't yeah.
2: claim
0: that. Two things that we were right for out of a very large section. Uh, I actually said Leicester would be rubbish, and you guys were a bit like, "Ah, oh, they, they were just had a bad season last year." Telemans is a great player, you said, which is <laughs> <laughs> I oh, was still here. Uh, but I thought I just don't fancy him. I didn't say they'd be relegated, but I thought they'd have a, a, an average season at best, you know, fourteenth. I think oh, I had less than ninth last year. Uh, and you said that Newcastle would be very good. So congratulations for that as well. So, a mixed bag, let's say for
2: last season. It's so up, but when you do your predictions this year, you're thinking that sounds well, great. what's yeah, going to be yeah. the because there's always a surprise or yeah. three or four, and you're just like, well, what's going to happen? to Luton going to finish tenth? Like, I don't know, maybe. But well, they won't. The way you yeah. do your I know what you mean the way you do your table though. It's, so <laughs> it's everyone's pretty much the same, but no one would have had Fulham in tenth last year. Yeah, of course. No one would have Leicester to go to go down. No one would have Arsenal to finish second. <laughs> and That's just three things off the top of my head. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Villa as well, so much change. So. Th- what happens in a season is, like, it's so hard to...
0: Mm. But the, as of right now, as we're doing these predictions, we'll think, oh, that, that sounds all right. That's, that's that's plausible. And then we could come back to yeah, this yeah. in time and go, wow, we were, well, we we're miles yeah, off. Of course. Player of the year, I'll get mine out of the way. I've gone to the RB. Just again, because I think the impact of he'll be a new signing, in my scenario, he's top scorer. So yep. for that reason, he's player of the year. Who have you gone for? <laughs>
2: Now that you've said that, and I've said Watkins is going to score 20, probably should be my player of the year, but I've said John McGinn is my player of the year. Okay, nice. I just think when Villa do well, he does well, and he's probably an 8 out of 10 most
0: weeks. And he could be an Aston Villa trophy-lifting captain.
2: Yeah, if that contributes. But I just think at the end of the season, John McGinn can't not have... like. 80% 80% of the games he's played is an 8 out of 10. Like, I just think he'll he'll be up there mm. for next year's play of the season if he's in the top five. So if, I think it's probably a safe one. But at the same time, I think he's he's so important to how we play. And I say it again, like people, when they do their teams and they leave him out and they play a different player, like a new signing, what are you doing? John Wigan <laughs> M- has to play. He, he has to.
1: I'm going to go uh, Torres. Okay. I think... I mean Earlier it sounded like We were slacking him off a lot you, if, if okay, we I was No I mean like, <laughs> oh, I wasn't even slacking there's off gonna gonna be, There's going to be There's going to be people Who say you know, Anything negative Is a bad thing to say Whereas You know It's probably fair But I think he'll change he'll, he'll be a good addition To the way Villa play And I think you'll see a lot You'll see so much go through him I wouldn't be surprised If he's the person On the ball the most yeah, In all honesty Dropping um, into midfield and stuff. Yeah, I think you'll, you'll see a lot of good stuff from him. It'll be hard for him to look bad on the ball. he's going to, you know, he's going to cock up first game now. <laughs> but I think on average, you'll be very comfortable with him. Yeah. And you'll see a lot go through him. You know, he, when Villa are setting up, you'll always notice it. Like Mings, last season, you'll always notice him on the ball.
2: I think we'll be impressed. I think, just like Moreno, I think it'll be like Emery wanted him. He yeah. wanted Torres. There's a reason, like... Big brain, be yeah. you better touch wood that you don't give him the Diego
0: Carlos curse that I did last year. Yeah, well, that's not me. My fault. I'm that's his. A lot that's ligaments
2: fault.
1: Yeah.
0: Young player of the year. Is there anyone obviously Filigine? From yeah. Philogene? you've nice. yeah. gone for everyone else. <laughs> <No>, I'll <I'm laughs> say that Philogene, <laughs> now. Yeah, I've I've gone for Philogene as well, just because he's the one at the moment who is who is breaking through. The other one, obviously, is Archer. If he plays minutes in the Conference League and he's the Conference League top scorer or something, you go hmm, maybe he's a shout for for young player. Archer's an interesting one, and I'm not sure how much I want to talk about him at the moment, because I feel like he's probably not ready yet. Oh, I don't want to... Go... Well,
2: you're going to have to talk about him now.
0: <laughs> Just because, And that's only based really off because we've not seen him in pre-season, because he's not really been available. But I think uh, we were talking at one stage about the drop-off between a, the, the main choice and the backup, and how, like, Martinez to Olsen is a massive drop-off because of he's knowing near as good as Martinez. I think Archer coming on for... 20 minutes here and there could do a job and he looks lively and the way he kind of runs and stuff and the kind of that approach and his finishing is obviously good but I come at it from the side of things that if Watkins is unavailable would I like to see Archer start in 90 minutes for say six games in a row I don't think we'd do well if he'd had if he'd had a barnstorm in pre-season I'd be going oh he's ready that's the point I think it's a
2: bit of a will he have time to get up to speed
0: and kick into gear and
2: I don't know. I think when he scoring for Middlesbrough, everyone's like, oh my God, he has to play next year.
0: Yeah. And then
2: he goes a bit quiet because he's not scoring for Middlesbrough because he's not playing for Middlesbrough. <laughs> and <laughs> then it's like, well, is he ready? Like, I just got to give the guy a chance. And I think the conference league is the perfect opportunity for him mm. to do that. So that's why he's my player of the year. Not just because he's different to Philogene, but I think he'll get minutes in the conference league. Not every game, as James said, I yeah, think we'll yeah, yeah. play a strong team. But if he gets goals against Hibs or against uh yeah. random team in group stages and things like that, or if he scores in the quarterfinal, which puts us 2-1 ahead to very specific, I know, to go back and the home leg like with a win. It's uh, Those are the key things, for me, that builds his confidence. Yeah, like absolutely. He, and those are, those are big games, although they're against...
0: Less opposition, so-called, it's of big moment.
2: Yes, there's still big moments for Villa. So if he can have those opportunities, I think that's perfect. That, that might do him more good than him playing against Fulham when it's a game, which... You yeah. know, might not mean as much. I don't know how to explain that, I but I, th-
0: I think my point is probably more a pro Ollie Watkins point. Yeah, that you n-
2: I think that's it. It's massively not massively. Yeah. You, mis- you would notice the drop off in his opportunity. But I think, creates.
1: you know, for Middlesbrough in England, he's coming into Archer is coming into games hot, whereas at Villa is very. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not getting a chance, and I, it's almost like like Keelan Davis syndrome of you know this guy can do something might not be score goals, He can do something, he can be an addition. But where is the chance for you to get that run to build? Because mm. if you're an Ollie Watkins, you are going to get every game, and if you are bad in six, you'll be good in seven. Yeah, you know.
0: Where will Villa finish in the Premier League? This is quite a big one. So, who wants to take
1: it first? Go on, James. Seventh. <laughs> Seventh again? <laughs> no, nah, I think I think it might be eighth. Actually, yeah, it be like it'd be thin margins. I think a top ten finish on the cards. I just think, in terms of the matches we have to play. There are maybe more pressing things than a top Premier League finish this season, Mm. especially if we're in the competitions that we want to do well in. One, I don't know if Villa can have both. Yeah. And I think it's probably fair to say there might be... I don't think a West Ham drop-off. I just think just a smidgen. Like Even if we finish with more points and it's eighth and we have tried to win something rather than bailing out of the first round, you could still be happy with that. And I think that is progress. And it like, should be progress in everyone's eyes. Yeah, I think we need European football for the season after as well. So
0: to me, it would be if we are dropping off in the league, but win the FA Cup or the Conference League, and that gets you into the Europa League, that is then a successful season, almost whatever the drop-off is to an extent. 14th or 15th is bad, but if it was 9th and the FA Cup, you'd go, okay, we're in Europe. That's that's all good. Part of me thinks you could get to, again, we'll get to this later, you could get to the Conference League, get a tough draw and lose in the quarter final say but then kick on in the Premier League again and finish in the top six and get into Europe that way as well. So I think as long as we're in Europe for the season after, that would be my definition of success for, for this season. I think
1: three, three teams that Villain need to keep an eye on in terms of Liverpool, Chelsea and Tottenham had mm. an off year yesterday. Um, <laughs> had an off year last year. Liverpool just had an off year in I think sense. Liverpool will be much better than They'll be, they be so were, much better
0: I'm not sure Chelsea uh, Chelsea won't finish 12th But I don't think they'll be finishing in the top that 6 That's where they
2: finished last year 12th I think so Is that low? That's where you put
1: Burnham 44
0: points Chelsea <laughs> yeah. That's 44 points Chelsea They did
1: struggle for a while But they've they have, they have got serious I know you had, you had Conte and Potter But there was dysfunction mm. And there may still be dysfunction But they've got two serious managers and now Midfield is... I mean, obviously, things will
0: change while the, while the window's so open. Their midfield is empty. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't swap any of their midfielders if for us. So,
2: if they sign so signing then you're looking at Enzo and Kaisaido for, like, 38 league games. Yeah. They might even have another one that I've forgotten.
1: They were, I think the bottom line is they're still dysfunction, but they'll be better. Yeah, they'll they be, have they'll be to better be. than
0: they were, but they've still got new signings. we have got to hit the ground
1: running. The manager's obviously got to do the same as well. But even being, like, slightly better would still present Villa with some sort of problem. And I think to finish 8th or even 7th, If you finish the same way and both Chelsea and Tottenham did better and push you more Mm. and Liverpool pushed more, then yeah. Yeah, then you're also relying on Newcastle and Brighton to have good seasons as well. Maybe they drop
0: off for for various
1: reasons It's true, it could happen. I mean, we've bigged up Newcastle, we've bigged up Brighton before. They are facing the same issues like Villa face. It's just Mm. the context is different. Yeah,
0: because you'd imagine there was a Newcastle guy I saw on Twitter or whatever and he was saying that because Newcastle got to the Carabao Cup final, they played... Ten cup games, whatever last season. So if they went out in the first round this year, but got to the Champions League yeah. round of sixteen, they'd still only play ten games extra. But you've had b- but they're a more run, intense, yeah. aren't they? And they they wouldn't be able to. Like Villa could rest players in four Conference League games. Newcastle aren't going to be resting players in the Champions League
2: because <laughs> that takes
0: it's a bigger toll, isn't it? So they could drop off for that reason, whereas Villa might be able to still rotate. John, where where are we going to finish?
2: Um, I see the season. It's probably quite boring, but I think context is really important because as you said, if Villa get knocked out in the conference league at the quarter final, well then you have about two months to try and get top six. So yeah. I don't know, I think it's difficult. If Villa are gonna get to the final of the conference league and go as far as that, there will be four at least games between the semi-final and the final and maybe a bit before where Villa just naturally, there's gonna be a drop off because everything will be going into that final. I don't think we'll be in the top five at that point. So we'll be looking at that and thinking, oh, if we win the final, we get Europa League. So that's our ticket. It's a one game one game against the team who we potentially will be favourites to beat anyway, mm. depending on who comes down from the Europa League. I don't know who will. Um, I put Villa where, about where James had Villa like seventh, something like that. I, I know there's a lot of fans that are kind of pushing us in towards that Champions League, but I just, I just think it might be a bit too soon because... Liverpool will be be stronger next year with training midfield and different things like that and they had a massive uplift last season to get for us to get a point at Anfield last season was huge very difficult um to do that we probably could have won it actually we're not
1: saying like Villa you know that they had an easy ride last season because they didn't they did it in really hard circumstances but I think it's it's harder for Villa to achieve what they did yeah to go again because the league is better because the league on paper is better and it may dissolve again Mm. Villain may have some tough games. You know, you've know, got a d- The Gerald factor isn't there anymore, but there is a multiple games plus a week factor yeah, to, uh, yeah. to figure in. And that is difficult. Yeah, the added time as well. It's like you said earlier, John, there will
0: be something that happens where you go, I didn't expect that. What if, Ar-
1: what if Arsenal finish seventh?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it seems <laughs> unlikely, obviously, because I've just finished second and made some good signings, but something up in that top seven could be vastly different. I thi-
2: yeah, I think we'll be in the conversation of towards that top 7 I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in Newcastle I think part of me thinks oh they could probably finish top 4 again another part is like they could finish 8th Yeah. I think Brighton will have a <laughs> I think they'll have a bit of a drop off just because they are in Europe and I don't think they've I know they replace replaced players very well but if they lose Casado, that'll be a massive loss hmm. they lost McAllister and replaced him with um De Hood De Hood who again good player but I'm just not sure and Cecil I think is class but so I think they'll be in and around where they were last year, but we finished a point behind them, having, again, given them a 13-game start. So I think we can finish above Brighton. I just I just look at the last... I think it's all down to the final months of the season. If yeah, we we'll finish, be in it. If we finish 7th, 8th, that means we're going to be a few points out of 6th and 5th, in my opinion, because I think it'll yeah. be tight. Yeah. So that's I'm predicting up until the final two months of the season and then whatever, whatever happens from there happens. Yeah,
0: because if you finish 8th outside of Europe, but you're four points away and win the Conference League, we'd all go... Great season, cause that's got us into where sick could anyway. Yeah, but again, see how the Conference League affects us. I if we're, if we're up, if we're in the top four in March, and the Europa Conference League quarter final, I guess it probably would be around that stage. Do you then start to think? Do we push for the Champions that's, League that's and,
2: and really throw the league? Uh, Conference League, or do we try and do both?
1: You, you know, what, I'm doing both. I've, we've been burnt not, by that before. Think, I'd think, rather go out on your shield and than if go. You've exactly gone, that. Yeah. And
2: if you've gone that far, that proves that you can deal with it as well. I think. Uh, that's that's for four, so.
0: and we'll we'll do the Premier League top seven in the six. That probably gives more context of where yeah. Villa we, we've placed Villa as well. I've put fifth. Because I keep saying that we're gonna we're gonna be if and and b- be, the be slim margins, so it won't it was between.
1: We'll probably be three points off,
0: fourth, exactly, exactly but there's a goal difference. Exactly you that. Know. If we finish seventh on
1: sixty three points, but the top four is seventy,
0: yeah, Villa like would not make up those seven points over the course. You'd, of the you'd season, have looked at think, the.
1: You'll be. I think at the end of the season, you'll be looking back at one game and you'd be like, "Yeah, of course." That yeah. could have been the. You yeah, always but, do, but you. I think it's going to be that close.
0: Uh, uh, if, if fifth gets, we, we were talking about the coefficients and stuff for the league. I, I think, think it's the, it's the league's league coefficient yeah, believe, Ralf, so yeah. and the Premier League is obviously one of if not the yeah. best. The fifth place, touch wood again, should get you a Champions League spot in the new format for the year after. it might only be a qualifying round or whatever it is but it's still the Champions League it's the same what we've got for the, the Conference League I guess. I think Villa could could finish fifth.
2: I, I think up until maybe February or something cause I think we'll, we'll be in touch and distance with those places. Yeah, it's just yeah. I think there might be a few strong teams like Chelsea will have nothing to play for whether they'll improve I don't know. I don't think Tottenham will be brilliant but I think Liverpool improve Newcastle are still there it's just let's just see how it goes I'm I don't want to kind of say yeah for the top four and I fully believe it because I don't I I think what James said was about right and we'll see what happens in the final weeks and months of the season I think that's Mm. the key let's do the domestic
0: cup competitions then FA Cup and League Cup do you want to do those in one go James go
2: on then
1: Um, so FA Cup I think it's semi-final Okay, And I think we're the victims of probably a tough draw. A Wembley trip? Yeah, we get a Wembley trip, but I think we get, we'll get we get the eventual winner and it'll probably be City.
0: A nice specific prediction, fair play, for that. I didn't go that far, I'll just put... I'll put I, I,
1: I've put a great deal of thought into this. <laughs> which is why I think it's we'll convincing
2: the, me to like agree, like, yeah, I think that will happen.
1: <laughs> we will play the League Cup and we will beat Man United. In the final? In the League Cup final, and wow. we will banish Neiman's okay. pass. <laughs> I'll write that. And the Conference League... Go
0: on then, go to the Conference League as well.
1: What oh, no, we no, nah, nah. I'll, I'll, I'll wait until we do the Conference League. I don't want to go first for that. <laughs> just, uh, domestic Cups,
0: John?
2: I, w- I would love to say final both because we could get to the final, but I just don't think it'll happen. I you just will we'll get a draw. crap draw. The th- draw is a massive thing, isn't it, for those? That's it. Like, you it, literally just get to the I was about to say semi-final of the League Cup, but I think if we get to the semi-final, I think we'd get through to the final because it's two legs, one over Villa park. Yeah. Um, i say quarter-final for the League Cup, difficult draw, and then FA Cup, one of the lower rounds, because we have no luck in the FA Cup mm. for some reason. Just don't see it. I've put FA Cup
0: quarter-final and League Cup round of 16, but I'm going to swap those just because I think, well, uh, no particular reason, really. I just think there'll be one of the trophies will go out earlier than we would like to yeah, just because but, of the draw. And we could get Man City in the first knockout round and go, mm,
2: okay, I know. there we go. Yeah, which would be annoying, but we have the cups to go for as well. You want to, win everything you can possibly but
0: if they get a decent draw and get to the final there's absolutely no danger of the world I'll be sitting there going we can beat anyone on our day but hmm. the draw is such a massive and I think the way that the, those, those
2: the latter rounds of those competitions they come obviously when the Conference League starts to kick, or, kick yeah. on uh, Premier League gets into like your, you know you're busy month so it'll be difficult for us to go far in both of those could go far in one
0: the League Cup's probably the easy one to go further in because it's
2: played earlier isn't it it's we going in the, like the later round as well we yeah. have one that round fewer and as we say that 2019's 20 you kind of just fly under the radar and all of a sudden <laughs> you're in the League a Cup, Cup the so yeah no, we yeah. just appeared in it yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was trying to get the back put oh final <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You, I you feel like that. that
0: kind of thing could happen again but again it's all dependent on, on that draw Conference
1: League then what are we saying? It's so hard to predict because you know the teams that are going to be there mm-hmm. in the FA Cup. The Conference League is a massive field of teams who yeah. haven't determined their their future yet. Um, I honestly think it's going to be tragedy in the Conference League, and it's going to be because of the draw. Really? Again, I think we'll go up against a big. Somebody I don't. Does, how does it, it? Is it like seeded? Because if it's, yeah. if if it's seeded, we're going all the way. There's somebody. There'll be a point
0: where. Somebody from the Europa League drops down as well, so the, and will play the a knockout, kind of a yeah. playoff round against third place in the group or something second. like that. Second place in the group. So if,
2: if you finish second in your group, you'll be playing yeah of another Europa playoff side, round yeah. to get into the knockout. Okay,
1: that that could be tricky. So I think Villa could easily get first, th- through
0: really. the groups while winning the group, beat somebody in the first knockout round, and then you could potentially be playing in the Europa League final. side in the quarters. the quarters, and then and then go. I out haven't then.
2: seen the full Europa League. Um, Every team in Europa League, but I think if you finish third in your group in Europa League, I don't think you'll be particularly good. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you're, you're about conference league theory. level, you. If
1: you're seeding, Villa seeding is like barely yeah. on isn't and so I think <laughs> I imagine seed. if if team if that factors in and teams drop out of Europa League. We could get a really nasty, mm. nasty draw later on. Yeah, but then again, I think but West Ham have been in comp- European competitions, so they might be have a higher seed. I don't know. I'm trying to base it too All much depends. on last year.
2: Uh, West Ham could fall out the Europa League and play Conference again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if yeah. we get the Liverpool drop out, out the Europa could League. Can you imagine West Ham in the final Conference <laughs> League? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be is, it in, is it in Athens? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be tasty. And they get to wear the
1: Claret and blue. Oh. oh. Yeah, I never thought about that. I want to be wearing Clarke and Blue if we're going to win trophies. Yeah, I, I, I believe we can go for I just think the mechanism of how it all works might not mm. shake in Villa's favour and I think it'll come to some tough, tough... We'll, in which case, We'll yeah, have a fight. Let's say yeah. we
0: dropped out in the court final, Would you then predict
1: we'd do better than eighth in the Premier League? When's the court final? I don't know. I know you are going to ask me that. It'll March, be March, it, maybe. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah, be yeah, well, It's not... It's not be right I think March might be too late to... To really rally, you'd, you'd mm. have to put the seeds a bit earlier, and I think going out is a blow. Yeah, you know it is. If you, even if we play the second string and
2: gave up, it's a blow. Mm. So teams like, I mean, there's not a lot of them. too much but like Frankfurt, worry me. that They they'd they look a bit horrible. Right? Don't yeah, if you though. get a,
1: again with no knowledge of how the draw will work past the group stage, if you get a Fiorentina. Mm. In the in the semi final, th-
2: those games will be tricky. Like, They'll be hard. Who, who's who's the bookies' I'll back favourite?
1: Villous in the Premier League, but those they just not just us. But imagine yeah. Fiorentina get a penalty last minute.
0: They're two legs, two legs, le- yeah, yeah. The yeah. way
1: goals. Not sure. Cut out. I hope not. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could beat anyone anyway uh, over I two legs. I don't think there's a way uh, goals. No, I'm um, back us. I just games. think it's a tough ask hmm. for Villa to go winning trophies. Is though? Is not it? It is. Yeah. And Emery's
0: won trophies before, so.
1: Yeah, uh, I difficult. mean it's it, all all arguments make sense. <laughs> That's what that's, that's good yeah, Every every point is brilliant We need an
2: answer wherever we'll, where, where, where we'll get knocked out
0: <laughs> <laughs> So you reckon we'll be Possibly knocked
1: out In an earlier round Than we'd like to Just because of the way the yeah,
2: draw but, uh, That's any round isn't it Because we <laughs> want to get to
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: exactly Semi-final mate yeah, Semi-final oh, No, be no, no quarter-final Because semi-final If we get through to the semi-final It's that thing where No one's going to beat us Exactly yeah that's Quarter-final is a trickier ask In my yeah, opinion Yeah Because I reckon you get A Europa League team And they're It's a
2: strong point though Because Villa will have to play One of those home one of those games at home
1: you just think
0: we'll beat anyone at Villa Park In
2: and if we do league, it by two goals should we say I don't think we're going to lose by three goals away from home under Emery that's so true. exactly. maybe I'm trying to just tell me that it. we're winning the conference league it's John. just look I, <laughs> you know what it's actually look you know, a bit of that, yeah. if we're unlucky we won't yeah, win it a bit yeah. of that. I ever still win it but that's so do I. it's <laughs> not based off <laughs> a lot of logic it's just it's <laughs> <laughs> just vibes but then I would also say whatever Premier League team qualifies for the Conference League they will be a favourite exactly so, whoever yeah.
0: finished 7th this year should be getting to the
2: final I just don't like all of the confidence and confidence from the outside saying oh they oh, oh, the easily win it it's like it ain't going to be that easy if it's the James draw says, is okay
0: and Villa don't get mad injuries and nothing
1: silly happens then the draw will we, never be okay in the latter round so it's if always going to be sticky
2: if we ever have to
1: question my well, stams weren't great as you've said if we ever have to no. question league position or, Conference League. The game's already over. <laughs> it's you know
0: what I mean. I mean, it's like we said at the start. It's great to be even having these conversations about should we should we throw the semi-final <laughs> so we can finish in the
1: top four. Like, how how mad we, is that? How we
2: feel though if Villa don't win the Conference League? Because I'm, will be good if we don't win it. Because I, 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 I think we should be because winning we, it. I know we can.
1: Yeah, a lot of fans will gain respect for a trophy they probably slagged off.
2: Yeah of course you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, you got to put words yeah, on
1: that. It's, it's, it's just you know The whole thing of I don't want to qualify for that Because it's pointless and yeah, it's that like was, uh, If we get strange. there And we get beaten In the quarterfinal You're going to feel In agony Yeah I yeah.
2: want to be winning My point on that is that All games As you said I want to win that To get into the Europa League yes. yeah, we yeah. need Europe After that If we it's a ladder, if isn't it? Yeah. If we don't have Europe next year, then all of a sudden, if we're mid-table when the quarter-finals
0: coming round in the Premier League, I'll be going. We have to win this competition now because the gap to get into the Europa League in the league might be a step too far. So we have to win this trophy no. now.
2: You, you got to go all out to win that thing anyway. Let's just see where we are in the league. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there's Villa's predictions then. Let's run through the Premier League top uh, seven and the bottom three very quickly. Um, John, you go first. Who's going to win the league? We'll get through this pretty quick to wrap up.
2: Uh, my top seven is Man City, Arsenal. Liverpool, Man United, then I have Newcastle, five, six, Chelsea, Villa, seven.
0: Okay, so I've got exactly the same seven sides, exactly the same top four. Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United, Villa, fifth, because I've said it earlier, so I have to stick with (laughs) it. Newcastle, sixth, Chelsea, seventh. Yep. Mine was
1: identical to John's. Really? No, yeah, no word of a lie. Tottenham are going to finish third now. Where's Spurs (laughs) then in ours? Uh, they could be. They. I think Chelsea and Kane, Spurs could Kane be quite is the massive thing for them interchangeable. If Kane's
2: gone. It looks like he's staying though. If Kane, if Kane goes, they finish tenth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, Tottenham eight, Brighton nine. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a show.
0: I can definitely. Yeah. I, well, I think we'll finish above Newcastle and Brighton based off last year's sides, but Liverpool will be much better. Um, and obviously, I've got Chelsea up in the top seven. Brentford, 10th. Which, Yeah. Brentford. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Bottom three. Luton. Sorry. I think we're probably
2: all going to go for the same here. Yeah.
0: Luton to go. Yeah. To Sheffield bottom. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I think Sheffield will blow out Sheffield United. Uh, Yeah. Sorry, Sheffield United. So the best two players. Uh, They've got problems behind the scenes. Not really. It's Paul
1: Hecking, but I'm the guy.
2: (laughs) Equally, the teams like these do come up and then they do okay and finish 15th like it's weird yeah something tells me those two won't finish in the bottom two but
0: Burnley is our one of they'll come up and be good so, the yeah. other two straight gone from I, it
2: I think so I just never right. kind of plays out like that but 20 points 25 points if they look good Sheffield come up the, the one you didn't they and they didn't look particularly great at the finish 8th yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Covid stuff Impacted mm. that, but see that the third team was harder because I, I just want to say
1: Watford, but Watford, you know, is not even <laughs> there, it's just the
0: answer. <laughs> uh, it was
1: between two for
0: me, but again, something rogue could happen like Nobody would have predicted Leicester last year, yeah, and probably Southampton as well to go yeah, down. Southampton's I mean, Southampton's to did go. you have to go yeah. down? Okay, not fair enough, bottom. but a lot of people probably Leeds, Leicester, that. and
1: Southampton, three <laughs> you know, big shouts to go <laughs> that's down. I guess, okay. yeah, that's a clearance, isn't it? Um,
0: people say like the league's improved, which it has at the top end, but Sheffield United, Burnley, and Luton aren't as good a side as Leicester, Southampton, Leeds should
1: have been? They were bad, but they should have been better than they did, especially Leicester. I, I'd want to say Fulham. Bec- yeah. They were great at the start. They fell off badly. But I think Bournemouth. Okay. I, think, I really think Bournemouth. I just don't think they've they got... are like, kind of hyping up Bournemouth, aren't they, for the manager that they've could got? That go,
2: could go one or two ways. Is yeah. a good manager, Arreola. It's from the same neck of the woods as Emery. Mm. I think,
1: yeah, they've, they've got it. It's just... They could finish 10th or They had sti- <laughs> they had some steel like lastly, that some resolve. And I'm not saying a you know, a non English man who comes in there, they lose the grit like It's like fighting spirit. But um I know what you're saying that they They had something about them that was just mm-hmm. a bit
2: and I mean the new manager can give it them. But I And just they're gonna don't, change, but as long as they if they lose that, what you're saying then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. They had them. that
1: thing where we're just not going down, lads. <laughs> you know And, and it's a, as simple that as sort of that. Sort of
2: Mentality of everyone's put us down already. Yeah. Like Luton will have next season. So
1: yeah, okay, yeah. I think Bournemouth. I I I am just struggling to find another side. Really, okay. so that's why I said.
0: you take Bournemouth. I was tempted yeah. for Fulham, but I've gone Wolves, Ooh. which I think is kind of funny as well because the Villa, Villa Wolves thing. Yeah. They they look like they're an easy one to go. They're in trouble. The manager could leave. The players they've sold. It's like there's no one left. It's very less They could be a. I could finish 10th. 12th go. and Oof. just be solid. That's <laughs> actually all right in the end. Yeah, I'd Wolves as well. Wolves, Fulham, Bournemouth a good show. Anything for Nottingham Forest? Do you think they'll be in trouble? I don't think so. No. I, I, like I don't think they'll much. go down, but I think they'll be
2: around the bottom. Yeah, six. As, the as, mid- as, yeah. Uh,
1: solid. You yeah,
2: yeah I'd Wolves as well. I just. Well, Lopite, you won't be there for a start. Just the, the, the 11 they have isn't bad, but anything beneath that is. Any really on hard. Everton. <laughs> I had Everton to go last year. They'll be down around. I'm staying up by one place this season as well. I'd. I just think they'll forever be circling the drain. Yeah. But, but I don't know they, when they're going to get up. They
0: do drop at some point. Like, I don't think it'll be this year just because I think if, Sheffield as as and Luton take two and then you're asking them to go as one of I the other three.
2: The teams who have come up, I think that's the Luton and Sheffield team nailed on to go down. Yeah. But you've you you then
0: got one spot for Wolves, Bournemouth, Forest, Everton, Fulham.
2: But I thought last year Fulham and Bournemouth were bankers to go and that's yeah, why yeah. I had Everton, Southampton.
0: Before we do our big prediction, which we're going to write down a seal and then vote, but they're going to be Villa predictions, by the way. Obviously, it's the Villa podcast. Island top scorer. But before we get into those, have you got like a rogue shout for like the rest of the league? Just for oh, something I a bit different? I you asked me earlier, I love these I'll give you time to think. I think, I don't know whether this is a rogue shout to be honest, but because Palace are always 12th or 11th or around that thing, I'm not saying Palace will go down, but I think they'll be in trouble all the way through the season. Possibly, I think they'll be like in the bottom three at several points, but survive Lots near of the end. they Eze's top. I don't know. whether That's a wild shout, really, because no one's mentioning Palace. Bit nothing, I mean, on. they just think I'm everyone shows sure why. Well, nah, they'll be around mid-table because they always are. But at some point, that just flips, and they're all of a sudden in danger. I don't think they'll go because I've gone for the other three. But I think I Palace will be, be like there, probably helps them a lot. Though. Uh, yeah, but at some point again, I think that becomes dangerous. I don't. I don't know enough time to think old old of manager. my rogue shout.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Anything, James? Anything stand
1: out? I want to say something so stupid. Say <laughs> yeah, something we're... stupid. Okay. Luton go down, but they don't lose at home. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I like that. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying they win at home, by the way.
2: Unbeaten at home. <laughs>
1: so they'll be unbeaten at home, but really relegated. Is that, is that even possible? If you get 18 points and then <laughs> 19 points.
2: It's <laughs> like, not I'm going to play at home because I'm going to get the stadium fixed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> John, you've had some thinking time. Have you got anything?
2: It's not that um, crazy, to be fair, thinking about it the Saudi League their transfer window doesn't shut for another like month I don't think mm. until the Premier League the Premier League and then it so I don't know may, maybe something in there of Saudi League signing a few top players from top clubs I don't know it's a horrendous prediction and it's very boring <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody. <laughs> maybe something in that I don't know so like a big player or g- goes to Saudi potentially and, mm. derails maybe someone's season. I don't know. It's, it's quite difficult. Uh, so. Salah goes to Saudi and Liverpool. I would um, okay, be the first one to say no. I don't think that would happen. No. So <laughs> 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 we're going
0: to move on to the last segment, and this is not going to be great podcasting, but it will hopefully be good in eight months' time. I've got you each a little piece of paper. It's a pencil, by the way, because we don't have a pen. And it's a pencil from I'm about 2003 from James's backpack. Um, We've only got one pencil between us, so whoever's got these first can go. I've had an envelope here ready to go called The Big Predictions, which you probably can't see on camera. Dan, John and James, August 2023. Going to write these down, keep them to yourselves, seal them in an envelope and come back to it at the end of the season. So these are things again, a big shout, Aston Villa related, something that you may be not willing to commit to saying today and have been (laughs) scrutinised by YouTube comments, but if it did happen, you can come back to I'm it in to May say
2: and say I was right because I said this. They used to do this on Sky Sports for the transfers, didn't they? They yeah. put it like a rogue transfer and then.
0: <laughs> so, James, you've written yours. Can you, without saying what it is, obviously because that's the thing. Any hints on what it's about, or is it a player thing? Is it a manager thing? It's a goal thing. A goal thing. Okay. Obviously, I'll be cutting this out for the uh, the podcast version. Okay. Put it in the envelope. Now these are in pencil because all we could get. But I won't be changing them. I won't be getting the, the rubber out. be sealed. I won't be getting the rubber out when I get home. I will be putting that in the envelope when I've got two hands in a bit. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me for the big season preview. It's been an absolute pleasure. We've talked through some interesting bits and pieces. And uh, I'm always intrigued by the prediction section because I want people to get involved at home with their shouts as well. I'll put a template in the comment section so people can fill in their top scorer fill a finish, etc. Um, but I'm keen to come back to this and in a few months' won- time
2: we want um, people to comment about their rogue predictions as yeah. well. Yeah, give um, us your rogue um, predictions. Give us your
0: thoughts on Emery, how we'll rotate in the Cups, how we'll get in, get on in the Conference League, uh, whether we'll win anything this year. We're keen to hear from you as always. John, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks to our special guest, James Rushton, yeah, for, for returning having. to the podcast. Thank you very much for watching or listening to this show. The season starts in a matter of days and we're all very excited and we hope you are too. Thank you for watching this show and we'll see you again very soon.